There are a few essential things in life that can make us or break us. The education that we receive from our experiences are valuable to us if we know how to use these experiences in the right way. Often we see the negative experiences losing when in fact, it could be nothing more than something that prepares us for what's next. We can fail at something, but inside the failure, we can learn from it. That can make us better in the long run. Relationships are the same way. If we learn from previous relationships what not to do in our future relationship, it can go a long way toward fixing the problem. The Relationship Therapy Podcast will give more context to the listener in this episode. You've tuned into the Relationship Therapy Podcast with Tony Miller Sr., a podcast designed for couples who are married, couples who are dating, and have marriage in their future. We will guide you to the principles that will make your relationship better. Stick around. You might just learn something that will help your relationship last longer, grow stronger, and become healthier. Now, here's your host, Tony Miller Sr. Hello, everybody. This is your host, Tony Miller Sr., and welcome to another episode of the Relationship Therapy Podcast. I'm excited to have you back this week as we ask the remaining three questions that need answers about relationships. I am sure that you enjoyed those three questions from last week. Matter of fact, let's do a quick recap of what those questions were. The first question we went over in the last episode was, if I am jealous as a person, does that automatically doom my relationships from the beginning? The second question that we ask, how do I know that the person I'm currently seeing is the one? And then the third question that we ask, what are the secrets to a successful marriage? We answered those questions for you. And I pray, I hope that you're satisfied with the answers. However, if you're not satisfied with those answers, I need for you to contact me so that we can uh, hash out our differences and maybe even I can learn from you as we talk about the questions that need answers about relationships. But before we go any further, if you have questions or have some content or topics that you would like for me to discuss on an episode of the Relationship Therapy Podcast, contact me, email me at tmrelationshiptherapy at gmail.com. Let me repeat that, tmrelationshiptherapy at gmail.com. Well, Without further delay, here we go with the final three questions that needs answers about relationships. Let's go. As we start with this week's questions that need answers about relationships, let's start with this one. Is it good for couples to spend a short period of time away from each other? 
As I begin answering this question, we all must realize that it's healthy to give each other space in relationships. The issue comes in if the space is too long or the mate is involved in an activity that makes the other mate uncomfortable. What I mean by the latter is being away while there will be the opposite sex present, but not your mate. It already sets the mate at an uneasy feeling, but in all honesty, I believe that it is healthy for the mates to spend some time away from their significant other. The length of time shall be determined by the couple, while keeping in mind that men typically like to have their time away from their mate while hanging out with their friends and their co-workers and even family members doing things together. Now, let me put this in here. It doesn't mean that they don't enjoy time with their mate, but it does mean that they like having time with other brothers, just chopping it up with them. The problem is, if there are already serious issues within the relationship, taking time apart can allow you both to think about the issues in your relationship. You can begin to cool off. You can learn new coping strategies and then come back together with a different lens or perspective that can be difficult to have when you're together and actively fighting through your issues. This often work wonders in relationships that have a major struggle going on in their relationship. However, they must be strong advocates of working hard together to keep the relationship going. There is something about being apart from each other that brings about a deeper appreciation to the person that you are in a relationship with. Now, I must admit, this is not a separation. It is just space. But space should be with families and friends so that you can talk those things out if you need to with them. If the truth be told, it is a must for everyone in the relationship. So my answer is yes, getting some space from your mate can be beneficial, but you got to set some boundaries. If those boundaries are not set by both mates, then it may cause more problems than expected. Let's go right into the next question. And I like this question. Here it is. What is the best way to get over a breakup? Let me repeat the question. What is the best way to get over a breakup? I happen to get asked this question a lot. I know that the answer is not and that not immediately jumping into a new relationship too quickly. You haven't had time to heal from your brokenness. Depending upon how the breakup went, there will need to be some time for you to rest and recoup about what happened in that relationship. Before you start to seek someone else, you need to get over what you just came from. And if you started too fast after breakup, you could end up damaging that new person with all the hurt 
pain and baggage that you carry. We all have baggage that we carry. Let me put that out there. We must drop some of that baggage before we try to initiate another relationship. We must heal first and then proceed for the benefit of any new boo that we may have. But here is what you need to do in order to get over a breakup. Number one, take ownership over your part in the breakup. Too often we place all the blame on the shoulders of our ex instead of taking a long, hard look at ourselves and what part we played in the breakup. Number two, retrieve who you are. And this is so important. This is giving yourself an opportunity to get back to being who you are as an individual. A lot of times we lose ourselves in relationships and we need to catch back up with self. It's healthy to recoup yourself. Point number three, start finding new focuses in your life. One big way to recover is to find something else to keep you focused upon. This is an opportunity to learn maybe a new hobby or find a new habit that you can spend time doing or join a gym or even join a small group at your church or something else that catches your interest. And here is the last one, but definitely not least. Seek professional help. We walk through life with so much weighing us down, and we can't recognize that there may be something that we're carrying that's hurting us in the long run. Talk to someone who is a professional at listening, and then they can kind of give us a scope to where we can see our future again. Your future is important. Your future is there. But you have to reach out and go recover it. Don't sit around and wallow in pity because of the breakup. And now we're at the final question. And this is another big ticket question. Here it is. Is it okay for your significant other to have a friend of the opposite sex? This particular one should have a nationwide survey attached to it. In my research, I have found that there are varying opinions regarding this subject. To me, I am not in favor of this from my standpoint. Still, I understand that others have no problem with it at all. I know a brother who had his female friend standing in as his best person during his wedding. I'm not sure whether his spouse was okay with it or not, but it happened and everyone seemed to be okay with it. This can be a touchy subject as some have stated when I've done research. Obviously, it works for some people. However, I think that's in the minority. Too many negative things are possible when it comes to having this relationship. Again, I'm not saying it won't work. It's just that it don't work for me. I don't want to be a part of that. Let me give you some possible good or let's say some bad uh, information of what could happen with having a friend 
from the opposite sex and how it could affect your boo. Here are the negatives in your mate having friends of the opposite sex. Number one, there is too much emphasis put on the other relationship. That means you are paying more attention to your friend than you are to your mate. Mates typically want all or at least most of the attention in the relationship. When it seems like your mate is prioritizing their friend over you, then it becomes a huge problem that could totally destroy what you two have built together. Second thing I want to look at is when activities are hidden from the mate. When you go to great lengths to having experiences with this friend of the opposite sex and your mate doesn't know anything about it, it poses a problem that puts a big question mark in front of your mate. They should never be surprised by any activity with your opposite sex friend. All you're asking for is more and more problems. And it's not going to be beneficial in the long run. Here's the third thing. When you're trying to force your mate to be friends as well. It hardly works anytime we try to force our mates to do anything. This will become an even bigger wall of concrete when there is forcing going on. It may lead to arguments that hurts your main relationship. Why chance it? These are situations that hurt your mate. Here's number four. This friend shouldn't be an ex. I'm going to say that again. This friend of the opposite sex should not be an ex. Having a friend that was a former mate is not a good idea at all. Seemingly harmless flirtation may break the invisible boundaries that have been set up. I won't spend time addressing the other side of the argument. It would be very difficult for me to know that my wife is with her male friend while I'm home alone and I'm sitting there assuming, speculating what they're doing together. And that's me being honest about the question. If your opinion is different than mine, well, great for you. I just feel that it's going to be more problems than what it's worth. And just to let you know, I haven't gotten there yet. But let it be known, I'm not saying that it's wrong. It's just wrong for me and my relationship with Valerie. I hope that answering these questions have been helpful to you and your significant other. It is extremely important that there is always some type of dialogue of potential situations so that you may know how to deal with these situations once they arise. I pray you got something out of this. Contact me if you've got questions. Contact me. If you've got topics or other episode material that you would like for me to cover, I think this has been great these two weeks. Well, that's all I've got for you today. But just remember, it takes two 
to make a relationship work. Thank you for listening to the Relationship Therapy Podcast with Tony Miller Sr. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. Tune in next time for more insight on how to make your relationship better. If you have any questions, please email us at tmrelationshiptherapy at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, remember, it takes two to make the relationship work.